You're listening to the Morning Joe Ranch Show. I dig deep, embrace yourself, and enjoy the Wild Ride podcast. Topics of politics, climate, economics, life, and the pursuit to complain about everything. So today I'm going to touch base on uh, a few things. First off, I want, I'm going to talk about following the breadcrumbs. Uh, the second thing I definitely want to talk about is an article that I found uh, from February 6th, 2021, that talks about um, big oil gets to teach climate science in American classrooms. I also want to touch base on the... Um, Capital riot protesters, and this is more of like a not justifying what they did, but but showing that like they're not much different than Antifa and how they all relate to each other in a way. And then I think the last thing I'm gonna talk about is <laughs> the fucking Super Bowl ads, and just in general, it's just stupid. So let me get into it first. So the breadcrumbs, what I'm talking about, and this is going to kind of go into reflection of like what I'm talking about today. Um, I had a few conversations with people the last few days about this, and I think it's really important. And I, I'm no, I, it's not like some groundbreaking revelation thing, but I kind of talked to a few people about it. And I said, like, I wish more people would follow the breadcrumbs and not just take things like what's happening right now as like, oh, this is, inst- you know, this is just, you know, happening now. It's like the, un- or, um, it's like the minimum wage debate. Like if you follow the breadcrumbs, you find out that both sides kept the minimum wage down for the last over two decades. You know, it's, it's, you follow the breadcrumbs. It's not just some new battle that we're talking about here. And everybody kind of knows that, like everybody's heard about it. It also goes down to like financial system. I'm huge in, I, I like, I study a lot of the stock stuff, a lot of the financial system. I am no guru in it, but I know a lot about it. It's the same concept. It's like if people actually started to look through the breadcrumbs of like how the financial systems fucked everybody over and how we've gotten to this point, you would start to see like far back that it was when it fucked up. And it's not stuff that's happening now that's fucked up. It's like this is the kicking the can that we're talking about. It's following the breadcrumbs. And the reason I, I mentioned this following the breadcrumbs is it's not that it doesn't make you less mad. It makes you able to see things in a better perspective. And it also makes you prepare a little bit better for what's to come. Um, and I think that's really important. You don't have to follow the breadcrumbs if you don't want to. I don't care. It's just my way of phrasing it or whatever. I think it's very important. I think that's how you find things and you come to a better conclusion. And then you don't base things off of... Um, whether it's a Republican or a Democratic point of view, you actually look at the policies and you can see who actually voted for this stuff, who suppressed the votes for it. Because let me tell you something, it's both sides. Both sides are fucking shitty. And that's just my opinion, but whatever. All right, so the first thing. Oh, man, this is ridiculous. So let me say this. The Simpsons have predicted a lot of stuff happening, especially the last, like, again, decade or two. And this next headline that I'm, I'm going to read, I could totally hear Troy McClure's character saying the headline. If you just like 
you might remember me from, from such articles as, and then he says, Big Oil gets to teach climate science in American classrooms. Because that's the real fucking headline from Bloomberg um, back from February 6th, 2021. Um, I'm going to post this article. I have an archive of it, so it'll it'll you don't have to pay for it or anything like that. Usually I try to find the archive articles for it so you guys don't have to pay for it to, so you can see it. Fossil fuel companies are spending big money to make sure their message reaches kids. Science teachers are doing their best to make sure they learn the facts. <laughs> uh, this is just, this is so dystopian. Um, I'll read this article in a second, but I just have to say, whoever thought that the USA was ever a bastion of freedom and justice was deluded beyond belief. Like, seriously, this is, this is so dystopian and it's so... Orwellian, it's kind of creepy in a way. Like, all right. If you were an elementary school student in Oklahoma, you might meet Petro Pete, a cartoon child outfitted in the overalls and hard hat of an oil rig worker. Through Pete, you might learn things like having no petroleum is like a nightmare. Meanwhile, Pete's trusty blue dog, Repeat, no joke, that's the fucking name, assures the animal kingdom that the humans learned their lesson, and now they don't leave behind a mess when they drill for oil. Who would have? Who would have to? Who would you have to thank for these important academic messages? Oklahoma Oil and Natural Gas, a fossil fuel industry trade group. So I'm only going to read some of this, but I'll leave the article. I think everybody should read this because this is exactly how The Simpsons portrayed stuff. It's it's a sick, sick problem we have in our capitalistic society, it's conditioning, it's everything that we go through and we all have trouble dealing with it. Uh, I'll read a little bit from this and then you guys can read read it on your own time if you want to, or you can not and bury your head in the sand. I don't give a shit. It's your, it's your choice. Um, let's see. Where am I going to start at here? Okay. One of the many ironies from of K through 12 education on climate change is that among the parents, at least there's little discord. More than 80% of parents said they want schools to teach their children about climate change, according to a 2019 NPR IPSOS poll. That survey also found that whether people have children or not, 9 out of 10 Democrats and two-thirds of Republicans agree that the subject needs to be taught in schools. Yet the forces trying to suppress accurate science teachings remain... Uh, relentless, says Elizabeth Allen, president of the National, National Science Teaching Association. Allen teaches climate change to many students in Oklahoma whose parents work in the oil industry, and they come to class with uh, preconceived ideas about the climate change is, is and isn't. When I'm talking to them, it doesn't lessen the science, he says, or the need for them to understand, or, or she says, I'm sorry, or the need for them to understand or examine fossil fuels and human contributions to it. Allen's organization, which has 40,000 members, is the largest science teaching membership organization in the U.S. Its website offers sample lessons and guidance for constructing scientifically sound climate change curriculum to try and rebut the, the fossil fuel interests. The younger you are when you first encounter climate change, she says, the more aware you are that climate science is real and that there are real consequences for the future. Ben Abbott, a science teacher in Orem, Orem, Utah, says that he's often approached by teenagers and adults asking him questions about science-related things ranging from how the atmosphere works to how light waves reflect, but most often they're about climate. Um, 
I don't want to read the whole article, but I'm going to read one more section of it. I think it's fucking interesting for everybody to hear this. And again, you could call this progressive. You could call it whatever you want. There is a definite, definite situation happening in our world that people need to be more fucking aware of. And honestly, it's getting kind of disturbing that corporations are, you know, and and I'm as a person who leans um, conservative fiscally, policies with environment, I am extremely progressive with because we only have one fucking planet. And do the people that think that Elon Musk is going to uh, colonize a Mars with you on it, you are so full of shit. He's not going to be taking you. He's not going to take you. Trust me. He doesn't want you on his colony of Mars. And and honestly, do you have any idea how difficult it is to actually fucking colonize Mars? Like, seriously. It takes hundreds, if not thousands of years to even remotely try to do that. So I'm going to read the like this last thing from it, and then I'll move on. Um, the stakes of how children of how of how children and young adults learn about climate change, the science, the politics, the implications are extremely high. Environmentalists know this. So clearly do fossil fuel companies. Industry groups recognize the value of classrooms for marketing and propaganda decades ago, says Carol Muffett, president and chief executive of the Center for International Environmental Law. It's where you shape someone's understanding of your product and of your company and of your issues. In a school context, you're shaping their understanding of the world. This is exactly, exactly what I'm talking about with conditioning. They condition you to do things. This is what we're dealing with with the boomer generation. Not all of them, but they were conditioned to believe stuff. So they believe it, even though science now proves differently. And then they teach their kids something that's not true. And everybody's conditioned to fight against it because nobody wants to be taught that they're wrong. The best way to learn is to know that you're never right. And like, why are people who study science and study climate change and study all this stuff being shunned? It's just insane to me. And it's all because of stupid political red or blue. I don't get it. And I don't want any corporation pumping in money into it. Like, Public school education already needs to be overhauled, but I don't want privatizing from corporations like this being invested in it. I don't want any companies. I don't want um, Bill Gates pumping fucking money into the education system or Facebook, any of it. Like this is where the education system needs to be revamped. And But the conditioning, the conditioning of American capitalism has gone deep. And this isn't a cry for socialism. I'm saying the the crony capitalists who want this to keep going. But the truth is, we're not going to be here in a decade. It's going to be very ugly these next few years with climate change. And everybody can sit here and say, well, Joe, look outside. It's still it's still winter right now. It, that's weather. Weather is totally different than climate change. You're not understanding any of it right now. And it's a gradual progression. We are only on the beginning of the climate change era right now. We are now creating loops even faster. And I think they just said uh, just last last year, we, we melted more ice in Antarctica than we ever have before. And we can't stop it. There is no stopping it. I, I don't even think we could slow it down at this point. Like they're trying to be positive about it. I don't even think you could slow it down at this point. And again, people are like, well, you know, what's 1.5 degrees hotter? What's 4.0 degrees Celsius hotter? 
dude, you have no idea. You have no idea. Try growing plants and that type. You're not going to be able to grow vegetation. You're talking about mass extinction of, of wildlife in all certain areas of, of the realm. You're, you, I'm serious. This is insanity. But I don't know. I'm just one fucking stupid ass peon that's trying to say something about it. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch base on. So the Capitol riot protests. This was a Washington Post uh article and I think it's extremely good that somebody wrote this. I am not an Antifa lover. I am not a capitalist riot protest lover. I think both sides are fucking stupid in their extreme. I think there is a revolution that needs to happen. I don't know how it has to happen, but it definitely does. The reason I'm bringing this up is this article touches base on it. It kind of talks about how the people on the right that that did these capital protests, they're they're not rich wealthy white people. They, this article calls it out. I'm just going to read a couple things from this. So it starts off as Jenna Ryan seems like an unlucky, unlikely participant in the mob that stormed the U.S. Capitol on on January 6th. She was a real estate agent from Texas. She flew into Washington on a private jet and she was dressed that day in clothes better suited for a winter tailgate than, than a war. Yet Ryan, 50, is accused of rushing into Capitol's into the Capitol, past broken glass and blaring security alarms, and according to federal prosecutors shouting, fight for freedom, fight for freedom, but in a different way. She, f- she fit right in. Despite her outward signs of success, Ryan had struggled financially for years. She was still paying off a $37,000 lien for unpaid federal taxes when she was arrested. She nearly lost her home to foreclosure before that. She filed for bankruptcy in 2012 and faced another IRS tax lien in 2010. Nearly 60% of the people facing charges related to the Capitol riot showed signs of prior money troubles, including bankruptcies, notices of evictions or foreclosures, bad debts, or unpaid taxes over the past two decades, according to a Washington Post analysis of public records for 125 defendants with sufficient information to detail their financial histories. I'm not going to read any more from this. The point I'm bringing this up is this isn't to cover the fact that these people were shitheads. It's to, again, this is where I was talking about the same thing with the climate change thing. Follow the fucking breadcrumbs. This system is so fucked. There are 40, 40% of the people of, of American citizens, 40 fucking percent don't have $400 to pay for an emergency. Don't have any fucking money in the bank. That is a huge fucking problem. This is a huge system problem. This is where I meant the right and the left are protesting the same fucking thing. It is the system that these assholes put in place, the capital, the, the corporate assholes, the politicians that have been in power for decades, the Nancy Pelosi's, the Mitch McConnell's, the Chuck Schumer's, the um, uh, what's the other guy, Lindsey Graham's, those fucking assholes that have been in power for fucking decades, the boomer generation. And I'm not picking on boomers as that, but that's the truth. This system is so shitty that two sides are are fighting the system of the same thing. They're fighting the same fucking thing. They're all struggling. This is what everybody's missing. It's a struggle across the board. It doesn't matter if you're white or black or Asian or Indian or whatever it is you are. It doesn't fucking matter. This is this is the conditioning that you were brought into. And I'm not trying to preach it like a conspiracy theory. Like we're all fucking struggling. We're all chasing the fucking same cheese on the rat wheel. It's so stupid. 
And I look at it and I'm like, I'm not saying that the Antifa or the Capitol riot protesters are good people or bad people. I don't think all of them were in it to to cause trouble. They're pissed off. That's a there's a lot of people who are hurting. A lot. Some people are just more docile and calm. But what do you expect people to do when there's food lines out the fucking miles long? Like like I don't get it. And we still sit here and bicker and argue that we're Democrats and Republicans. Dude, these people don't fucking care about any of you. And I'm gonna, I'm just going to bring up a, a, a quote from something. So I'll post that article in there. I think everybody should read it. It does not justify them storming the Capitol and being shitheads. That's not what this is about. It's about proving the point that the system is fucked up and we need to change it drastically. This kicking the can has gotten us where we are now. This is the boiling point everybody didn't want to see while it's fucking happening. The duct tape is ripping off. It is ripping off on both sides. And you could sit there and pin it on each on each side. It's both, man. It's all across the board. Um, Senator Mike Lee, I just want to bring this up real quick. Because this is how dis this is this is exactly my point. It's the same thing with the fucking minimum wage that they want to say we only need $10 minimum wage. Okay, listen. Senator Mike Lee, health savings accounts are good for the American people. They increase the availability and the access the families have to health care. They make it more affordable, and they also bring about competition in health care. He's full of fucking shit. So the cons of having an HSA plan, sure, there might be some pros. Go look at them. They don't outweigh the cons. The cons to an HSA plan is that you need to have a high deductible health plan to be eligible, which a high deductible health plan needs to have a deductible of at least uh, $1,350 for single coverage or $2,700 for family coverage. These deductibles figure go up every year at roughly a rate of inflation. Your, Your minimum wage doesn't. Your federal minimum wage does not go up with inflation. So... I want to look at Senator Mike Lee and say, hey, dude, fuck you. How about we take your cushy pension, your cushy health insurance that why don't you go on an HSA plan like the rest of us? Better yet, why don't you get no health insurance coverage like the most of us don't have? Also, you go down to the minimum wage that you want to pay for, that you want us to all have, and you try living on it. Let's see it. Because a minimum wage is supposed to be a living fucking wage. This is the system I'm talking about. Follow the fucking breadcrumbs. These people in office don't give a shit about any of you. Sure, there might be a few. I'm not saying all of them. But majority of these assholes need to be put out of office hardcore. Hard fucking core. And it's ridiculous. Follow the fucking breadcrumbs, people. It, seriously, stop burying your heads in the sand. Stop being conditioned to think that you're a bad person if you don't want to fucking work 40 to 60 hours a week. We live in the greatest country, everybody says. Well, if we do, why do we have 40 million pe- or 40% of the fucking population living with less than $400 in their bank account? This is more than, and it's not a free handout. It's education's shitty. They, for, they don't care. Your wages suck. Your healthcare system fucking blows. The military industrial complex has brainwashed people into believing we're being attacked by everybody. I mean, it's everything. It's fucking stupid. So the last thing I want to touch base on, because I feel like I've been ranting way too much, is, uh, oh my God, those Super Bowl ads. I think every fucking 
celebrity was hurting for money because it seemed to be like a cesspool of celebrities needing money. Now, let me tell you something. Most of those celebrities, I thoroughly enjoy A, their music, or B, their entertainment of an actor or actress. First off, the Bruce Springsteen commercial, man, that was such bullshit. That was such a fucking play. Like, anything, like, Jeep, fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. That was such a lowball, cheesy I hate how they do that whole patriotic bullshit and then they slip in their corporate America shit. And Bruce Springsteen, I thoroughly love Bruce Springsteen's music, but come on, dude, don't sell out like that. Come on. I mean, I guess if you're hurting, I can't blame you, but Jesus Christ. And then, and then the GMC commercial. I love Will Ferrell, Aquafina, and and Keenan Thompson. They are three hilarious people. I thoroughly enjoy their comedy and nothing against them for doing the commercial. But GMC, go fuck yourself. They are the ones that killed the fucking electric car originally. And again, I don't think we should be driving anything at this point because we're fucking killing the environment with how much we produce. Um, But GMC could go fuck itself. They were the ones that originally killed the electric car. Go watch that documentary. They actually took brand new electric cars from people and they crushed them down. Brand new, perfectly working, and they crushed them. Back in like 2002. I kid you not, go look it up. Follow the fucking breadcrumbs. Stop falling for all this bullshit right in front of your face. Go look it up. I'm not just making this shit up. And I feel bad. I'm not yelling at you or telling you like, just look it up. Follow the fucking breadcrumbs. Like, you'll see it all as it is. It's just such a joke. So, I don't know. This was, I tried to make this a short podcast, but, ay, 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 we are fucked royally. But I'm going to leave it at that. I love you all. Thank you all for listening. There's been more people listening to the podcast, which is like, holy shit, this is really cool. So, I really thank you all. And I really don't want any of you thinking I personally attack you. It's like, I just, my only goal for this whole podcast, I don't make any fucking money off this shit or anything. It's just to help people like decondition. And like, it really is just like, think for yourself. I don't care that you don't agree with me, but then look up, look like find factual evidence for all this stuff. Like just see it for what it is and become a community. Like, like we need to be a community again, like, like really badly. And, and we need to fight for each other. Not it, Corporations are, are not people. They're entities. And they don't care about any of us. We're not family with them. We're not. So remember, the people next to you, those are people. Those are human beings. Like, let's give a shit about each other. All right, that's my Mr. Rogers spiel for the day. Anyway, you'll have a good one. This week's podcast was brought to you by ConnectGo Internet Inc., Bringing your business to the future, connectgo.com.